<laughs> I am Johnny Masker and welcome to my show tonight. Joe Biden, Mein Führer! Darth Biden makes a controversial and clearly divisive speech in Philadelphia, which is noteworthy for its similarity to either a Hitler speech or an Emperor Palpatine speech, where Biden tacitly calls anyone who votes Republican a threat to democracy. Who is with me? Give me a hell yeah! All right, I see about eight of you in the live chat. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. Ashley Conway says, yay, Johnny, you rock, and so do you miss conway so i have to talk to you about this this is kind of blowing up online so darth biden made a speech and uh, for someone whose party endlessly compares donald trump to hitler biden is doing a pretty good job himself look at this picture and this is no photoshop this is this is the the unedited raw <laughs> raw picture from from biden's speech and regardless of your political affiliation, I'm pretty sure they kind of fucked up there <laughs> with, with the aesthetic because that looks really dark and foreboding, doesn't it? And um, yeah, Republicans are going mad about this. They're going mad about it. And they're also pointing out how he's flanked by armed guards. And that's a break with tradition. And that looks rather bad, wouldn't you say? That looks rather, rather bad. And it's, it's just amazing that that isn't photoshopped. And it kind of looks a little bit like the aesthetic from uh, Star Wars, Snoke. Uh, I believe this is Snoke's kind of imperial palace. And if we look at Darth Biden, it's very fucking similar, isn't it? And these characters in Star Wars, who were they based on? The Mein Fuhrer. That it was based on Hitler and the Nazis, right? So, yeah, you can see why people were kind of pointing out that the aesthetic of Biden's speech is rather poor but it's not it's not just that it's it's the content of the speech it, it was it was bad it was bad i just hope the neutrals can uh, can also see that so so yeah i mean look this image sums up the biden speech very well it was kind of like the safer america speech that i commented on two days ago but on steroids so it was very very divisive um before we cover this speech though first of all I did tell you, I did tell you yesterday what the Democrat strategy would be for the midterms. And I said it would be orange man bad. And that is exactly what this speech was. Let me remind you so I can say I told you so. This was me two days ago. So the number one trump card in the Democrat strategy for the midterms is orange man bad. January the 6th. Orange man racist, 70 million Americans racist if you support Donald Trump, if you still continue to do so. 70 million Americans, half the country, domestic terrorist. Number two, the second part of the Democrat strategy for the 2022 midterms is socialism, cancel student loans. That happened very recently, free money socialism. That's the second part of their strategy. They're looking benevolent, they're looking generous and they want to push their socialism. So number one is Orange Man Bad, January the 6th, FBI raid, everything that goes with that. Number two is socialism, I'm going to give you free money. So I predicted it rather well, only two days ago, because honest to God, honest to God, this speech by Biden was literally, it, you could just break it down to Orange Man Bad. I, I don't mean to kind of put words in his mouth or anything, but you really can break the entire speech down to that. 
You really can. And yeah, so that that's exactly what Darth Biden came out of the gate saying. Uh, would you like to see a few excerpts from the speech? Maybe you want to you want to see it and hear it just to get 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 the general vibe of of what was going on. So here's uh, here's some of the speech so you can see how much of a, a train wreck it is. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can to the nation about the threats we face, about the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats. So look, look, at, look at the guys in the background, they're kind of flanked by armed guards. So there you go, that's a bit more of the aesthetic of the speech now some hero shouted fuck joe biden during the speech i kid you not someone actually did that so newsweek broke this they said fuck joe biden shouted by heckler during president's anti-maga speech and it's right at the end of this you can hear it and they try to cut it out but listen listen carefully you can just about catch it and they, they kind of bleep it out this is not who we are courage that digs deep when we need it they're entitled to <laughs> so they cut that guy off real quick but there was some hero in the crowd who shouted fuck joe biden which i rather rather like so okay so what happened in this speech let me take you through it so you don't have to watch the whole thing so there's a lot of coughing by biden the first thing he did when he stepped up to the podium was cough and he had this lump of phlegm in his throat this is textbook biden it was just just right out of the gate it was poor again he was stumbling fumbling bumbling his tummy was rumbling for that Werther's original. He was just stumbling over his lines and he was... It, it just comes across like the guy has, uh, has Alzheimer's. And uh, the whole speech was all about Donald Trump and not just him specifically, but his supporters. But it all centered around Donald Trump. He was the locus. Biden started off by referencing the Constitution, which is pretty funny because Democrats hate the Constitution. They're always saying, yeah, well, it was written ages ago. Let's fucking change it. So... They, they cite it when it's useful to them, but when it's not, they want to tear it up and chuck it into an oil drum and set it alight. Biden said that democracy was under assault. And the tasty trick here was he, he targeted Republicans, specifically MAGA Republicans. And he kept on saying how MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy and the Constitution and to America. And it's a very, very dirty trick because what he really means is all Republicans. Really, how many non-MAGA Republicans are there? Uh, the non-MAGA Republicans are basically the rhinos, the Republicans in name only. So he, Biden's very sneaky, but at least he can't just come out and say all Republicans are terrorists. At least that means, you know, his administration knows that the American people don't really like that. So that's one thing. But he was very dirty by saying not all Republicans but really, he means all Republicans every time he mentioned Republicans prefixed by the word MAGA. And yeah, he said MAGA Republicans don't respect the Constitution. They refuse to accept the results. I wonder why they didn't. I wonder why they didn't. Because in 2016, do you remember, none of the Democrats accepted the results. Do you remember that shit? He will not divide us. He, and uh, what was the other thing they said? We will not comply. We will not comply. So many, so many people said that. Um, and 
Hillary Clinton said Donald Trump, I'm quoting, is an illegitimate president. Kamala Harris said it as well. And he says MAGA Republicans don't accept the Constitution. So it's okay when a Democrat doesn't accept the vote results, but it's not okay when a Republican does. Also, there's loads of mail-in ballots. I mean, what the fuck do you expect? Even a neutral can kind of see. If you have loads of mail-in ballots, and if it's a really tight race, and if one candidate is winning, and then the swing states, where, which is going to carry him to victory, in a complete repeat of four years ago, I watched both of the election cycles, suddenly they stop counting, and then later they go, just going to count these mail-in ballots. And I mean, what do you expect? You at least owe the people the appearance of a free and fair election. So... I mean, yeah, I, I can see why Republicans feel that way. And I, I just don't think it's right for Joe Biden to brand them all as kind of domestic terrorists when his party wanted mail-in ballots and his party doesn't even want voter ID. In New York, you need to show I, um, ID to buy a can of whipped cream because apparently you can use it to, you know, consume drugs like laughing gas and shit. So you need an ID for whipped cream, but you don't need an ID to vote. Nothing supersedes the importance of voting because... Voting means that the party you vote for can change the laws. So if you, can, if you can't buy whipped cream with, without an ID, but you can vote, that means if the party you want gets into power, then they can make whipped cream legal. Do you see what I'm saying? Nothing supersedes the importance of, of showing ID um, more than voting. And put all these things together. No wonder people question elections. And yet... Instead of just acknowledging that and trying to unite people and say, well, let's make these things look as free and fair as possible. Let's get rid of mailing, ba uh, mailing ballots. Corona is pretty much over. Let's, uh, let's have 24-hour surveillance on all, all the, the ballot counters, like right up on the table. So if there's any questions, you can look at it. Instead, when people question the election results, and in my opinion, rightly so, there was pushback from all the Democrats. They didn't want a recount. They didn't want people to look at the CCTV. They didn't want any of these things. So I think it's, it's, it's pretty fucking obvious people are going to question the election with all of that. And instead of admitting that, which should be the right moral thing to do, instead you just demonize those people and gaslight them. Why would you possibly question an election? Well, for all the reasons I just mentioned, and I think that's quite, quite fair. So, I mean, Biden really is empowering election, like, like shitty elections, right? He's basically saying you can't question an election. And any country where you can't question an election, that country will invariably and pretty soon fall to tyranny, right? Because then all you need to do is fortify an election and then you can't question it. So that's right. So that's going to encourage people to, to fuck around with elections. So that's all Biden is doing with this speech. Any country where you can't question elections is dead, right? Like imagine questioning the Hong Kong election. What will happen? In China, you'll go straight to jail. So they in, in China and now Hong Kong, you can't question an election. That, that's what authoritarian countries do. You need to be able to question elections. You need, it, if you can't question something, it's going to turn to shit and it's going to become corrupt. What was the last thing in living memory that you couldn't question? Dun, 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 It was COVID, right? And what happened with COVID? You can't question the science. The science is all about questioning something. Science is about trying to question something so much and disprove it until you can't disprove it, which means it's proven. So once you can't do that, once you can't question the science, then you get tyrannical shit. Then you get lockdowns that don't make any sense. You get mask mandates. And look, look what good that did. So when you can't question something, 
you get corruption. So when you can't question an election, which is what Biden is saying, even though he was the part, he, he's head of the party that started this whole questioning election things in 2016, you're going to get tyrannical shit. So I think I'm making sense here. And I don't think Joe Biden was making any sense whatsoever. Darth Biden went on. He said, MAGA is taking back America to when people had no right to choose. Uh, Biden said that MAGA Republicans fanned the flames of political violence. This is coming from the guy who literally called Antifa an idea during the 2020 presidential debates. I remember that clear as crystal. This is coming from the guy whose party and whose, um, whose media, basically all of the mainstream media is, is part of the left. They're just a mouthpiece for them. They endlessly covered George Floyd as an example of systemic racism. When if you watch the video, there was no racist slur used. There was absolutely there was no evidence of it being a, ra a racially motivated attack. And the media just endlessly days in, days out covered that. And then there was loads of BLM riots, which caused more damage than all the other riots in American history combined. And the party that allowed that, Biden's party, is calling Republicans inflammatory. Amazing. He called it Republicans inflammatory when he demonized the cops. He, he supported defunding the police. I showed you a video two days ago when he supported that. They let Antifa run riot and burn up federal buildings, create autonomous zones in fucking Portland. Um, this guy is calling MAGA inflammatory. That guy said, quote, regarding vaccines, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Um, and your refusal has cost all of us. That guy is calling Republicans and MAGA inflammatory. Biden said, quote, we're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for the unvaccinated, for themselves, their families and the hospitals. They will soon overwhelm. An official White House statement was unvaccinated Americans would experience a winter of severe illness and death. Do you remember in that same speech where Biden said it's not about freedom? That guy, that guy is calling Republicans inflammatory. When... When did you ever hear, right, Donald Trump say all Democrats, all, all Democrat voters are a threat to democracy? When did he ever say that? He didn't say it once. And Biden has just come out and said that. He's literally come out and said that. And, you know, Donald Trump obviously didn't do that because he clearly loves America. You can find pictures of him snuggling up the American flag. And he knows that once you start demonizing half the country like that, then you're kind of fucked. You're kind of fucked, right? Once you, you set off that doomsday device, it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle. So Trump didn't do it, but the Democrats will do it because they have no morals. They are godless, unscrupulous, postmodernist, moral relativists. And to those people, all that matters is power. As you can see by this speech by Mein Führer Biden. Yes, he called Republicans inflammatory when he is the party of BLM and Antifa. He went on and on and on about January the 6th. You can see here, you can compare the January the 6th riots versus BLM riots. You can see uh, January the 6th lasted a couple of hours. BLM riots lasted seven months. Zero murders January the 6th, 20 murders in BLM riots. No small businesses destroyed in January the 6th. Hundreds of small businesses destroyed by BLM. One federal building damaged on January the 6th. 150 federal buildings damaged by BLM. $1.5 million worth of damage by January the 6th. $1 to $2 billion worth of damage by BLM riots. 140 officers assaulted January the 6th. 2,037 officers assaulted by BLM. 
and so on and so on. Protesters kept in solitary confinement after January the 6th. Protesters bailed out. Even Kamala Harris, vice president of the United States of America, literally posted links on Twitter to bail funds to bail out BLM terrorists. Um, amazing. January the 6th, encouraged by fringe political groups and agitators. BLM rights encouraged by media politicians, Biden and his whole administration. Exaggerated by the media January the 6th? Yes, downplayed by the media BLM. And Biden is calling Republicans inflammatory. Okay, interesting, interesting indeed. Biden went on in the speech. He said MAGA and January the 6th is a dagger to the throat of democracy. Really, in my opinion, the dagger to the throat of democracy is mail-in ballots and no First Amendment protection anymore in the online sphere, which is increasing where communication is carried out, um, which resulted in the banning of the President of the United States of America while he was still in office. That, to me, is the dagger to the threat of democracy. It clearly is. It clearly is. It clearly mirrors communist countries. And I was censored and demonetized for saying exactly that. So I experienced a little swish of that very dagger that Biden is actually now saying is wielded by the republicans but i disagree massacre mates i disagree how about this right i've got this crazy idea darth biden since you're such a uniter biden how about this idea how about this idea right for 2022 2024 no mail-in ballots and no stopping counts of votes with full 24-hour cctv footage live that i can watch anyone can watch on youtube because since you're so just and such a uniter and since you have nothing to hide why not do that why not do that why not do that what do you think do you like my idea biden went on he said quote we can be a nation of hope unity and optimism while calling 74 million americans terrorists and then he said or a nation of fear division and of darkness so a guy who looked like this delivering a speech looking like this said you go with him for optimism unity and hope or if you don't go with him you're a nation of fear division and darkness interesting it's almost like all the shit he says about republicans he can apply to himself a nation of fear honest to god right just being as neutral as i can the democrats are so full of fear they literally run on fear the world is going to end due to climate change We've got seven years left. We're all going to die. The ice caps are going to melt. We're all going to fucking drown to death. Coronavirus is going to kill everyone. I told you before, quoting, winter of death, disease. Your family's going to die. All this kind of stuff. Donald Trump, threat to democracy, white supremacy. That's all they run on. That's all these Marxists, these neo-Marxists run on. What they need is a crisis to scare you. Because when you're scared enough, then you'll be drawn towards tyranny. You need to go into loving arms of someone who'll protect you, i.e. a big government that will manage everything, micromanage your life. And all the shit that comes with that is like censorship and, and, and whatnot. So they need crisis because that justifies a lot of rules and a big government. So I honestly think that they are the party of fear because it's just fear, fear, fear. With Donald Trump, I felt so much more optimism, loads of optimism that we can do it, you know, let's fucking go America. I just don't feel that. I don't feel that with this administration at all. So I think he's actually the party of fear. Division, he's saying if you're not with him, you, you're a nation of division. I mean, this is the mo This is definitely a divisive speech. Absolutely, no, come on now, come on now. I'm not a politician, but even, I could have done this so fucking well. I'm actually quite good at bringing people together, right? So today, someone wrote, as always happens on Twitter, like a snide comment 
someone talked about wokeness and they said, no one knows what wokeness is. I bet you can't say what wokeness is. And I said, yes, I know exactly what wokeness is. Wokeness is quite simply neo-Marxism slash postmodernism. That's all it is. And it's, it's basically the philosophy of Herbert Marcuse. And I said that, and the, and the guy said in the comments, oh, that's word salad, all these big words. How about elaborating on those points in more than a few sentences? And I said, okay, here's a 5,000 word essay that I wrote on it. And I, I sent him a link to a show talking about it. And the guy came back to me. And then in the end, that guy started off by attacking me and saying, oh, this is a word salad bullshit. And I, in the end, I kind of steered it back. And I said, look, mate, let's, you know, perhaps like we can meet in the middle. And by the end of it, the guy said, well, do you know what? Thanks. And I said, thanks as well. And you might not know this if you just click onto my channel and you're not into it and you just watch a few videos, but I really, I want to bring people together and I, I think I'm quite good at it. I think I'm quite good at it. For example, another example is on, on uh, Instagram, I'm chatting with this girl and I know that she's a hardcore leftist and I said, I want to hear her views and she said, you're, you want to hear my views? Are you okay? Are you tolerant? And I said, you could tell me you were a devout MAGA Trump fan and capitalist, or you could tell me you were pro-LGBTQ, BLM, and a socialist, and I would respect you and not judge you at all. I mean, people, blah, 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 blah. I think the only way we'll get along as a society is to listen to people and try to see where they're coming from. For me, at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and we want to be loved, and we want the world to be a better place. However you see the solution underneath it all, I believe we want all the same thing. So that's my genuine belief, and you might not believe it, but listen, all my best mates are liberals. Literally, my best friend is a hardcore liberal, and all, all of my other best mates back in England. In Japan, I'm part of the music scene. I'm going out, I'm DJing tonight, and it's, it's all super, super ultra-liberal, pronouns, all that stuff. D -d Does it bother me? No. Do I hate these people? No. Because, look, we're all just human beings, and you can't, in spite of what we believe and the media we consume, which influences us, you can't just go around like judging people like that. So with all that said... I honestly think I could have done a better job than Biden tonight at making a unifying speech. I honestly think I, I know a thing or two about it. And this was, this was a mad divisive speech. I think there's no two ways about it. And Biden had the audacity to say that MAGA live in chaos. Honest to God, these postmodernists is the very definition of chaos. These people, they can't even define what a woman is. They believe truth is relative. You can just make it up as you go along. You could not have a more chaotic party than the democrat party right now anyways it went on and it went on but i think you get the gist of it i think you get the gist of it biden said some other mad shit he talked about curing cancer he said we're going to cure cancer as we know mark my words i guess in the same way that he quote ended covid Do you remember that he ended covid if he ends cancer as well as he ended covid then your tumors will be metastasizing at an exponential rate as we speak and so on and so on and so on. And um, if you went onto YouTube and you looked at this speech and you looked at the amount of thumbs down, it was thumbed down to shit. It had so many thumbs down. And that kind of goes against everything he said about all these kind of domestic terrorists and stuff. If these people are so wrong and the majority is like what he says is kind of pro-democracy and whatnot, why are these videos getting thumbed down so much? I honestly think most people are not with Biden right now, which does make his, his, uh, his supposed popularity of 81 million votes come into question. But let's not go down that road, shall we? Um, I looked at some of the comments. Would you like to see some of the comments under his speech? It was just wall to wall against Biden. Let me read some of the comments regarding his speech. 
Japanese name that I can't read says, if there was a resurrection of the founding fathers, they'd be in complete shock about what their country became. Guy Fawkes says, how on earth could the military support this dictator? I'm sure most of them, when the time comes, will not. Ulrich von Liechtenstein says, the choice of background was so bad and so weird, but befitting of the message. Cat Collision says, the fascists of the future will call themselves anti-fascists. Quotes from Winston Churchill. Luca Billerak says, even Palpatine was not that scary in his speech in Star Wars 3. You, you get the gist of it, right? So it seems like most people don't like this speech. So let's hope that is reflected in the midterms. I think this could backfire on Biden. I think, honestly, Republicans don't need to do anything. Just give the Democrats a microphone and sit back and enjoy the ride and just watch it ignite into flames and spontaneously combust. I don't think the Republicans need to do anything. Just keep giving these people the mic. Keep giving them the mic. I, I want to finish by saying I, I think this demonizing of Republicans has to stop and especially demonizing of Trump fans. It has to stop. It has to stop. I know loads of Trump fans. They're not terrorists. They're not a threat to democracy. I think it's understandable. A lot of them question the election because of mail-in ballots and because of the censorship of Donald Trump and the censoring of pretty much anyone. And then the, the continued censoring that went along um, using the you know coronavirus as a as a pretext i think this demonization of republicans has to stop demonization of trump uh demonization of trump voters the thing is they're so heavily invested in this now they can't back out which makes them a very dangerous animal indeed it's like one of those animals with spike knobs right when it goes in they can't fucking get it out without ripping it off so that's a good metaphor for the democrats at right now um led by biden and I don't think they've actually quite realized the consequences of this strategy until this moment. I mean, this was obviously always in the chamber. They obviously, they own the FBI. They planned it in stages, right? Okay, we're going to have a January the 6th commission and we'll just drag that on. We'll really get that going, going into midterms. And then, okay, FBI, go and raid our political rival, rival in, in a kind of communist, uh, fascist fashion, um, approaching the midterms. Okay, go and do that. And the, it's all kind of, it's all in motion. But now... You're starting to see how fucked up this is. This guy's up there and he's calling half the country terrorists. I don't think this can go on much longer. And I think, I don't think they, they've realized the consequences of this. The Rubicon, I don't know if it's quite been crossed, but I, they've got one foot firmly over the Rubicon. And I don't know how much longer this can go, go continue. I just can't see the average person supporting this madness. On paper, it might have seemed a good strategy, but this is not going to a good place. Um, but as I said, they can't back back down now and they're going down a hill with no brakes so i think they're dirty and they're dishonest deceitful there's no limit to the tricks and lies that they'll make so yeah i wouldn't be surprised by anything in the future banning donald trump from all social media trying to arrest him they might even try to arrest him that's what usually what happens in in uh, communist countries right they they frame someone, they raid them, they audit them, and then they put them in jail. So who knows what they might try. But I just, I don't think this shit can continue too much longer. I think the only way they're going to they're gonna remain in power is if they fortify the fuck out of the uh, midterms and 2024. And it's going to be much more difficult to do that this time because everyone's going to be watching it, right? So fuck knows, man. Their, their strategy is just, it's just such a car crash. It's so negative. It, it's it's just built it's purely reactive and it's emotive and it's built on demonizing the other side i don't know how much longer this shit can go on and i speak as a neutral that just just wants things to get better 
And I think this administration needs to be stopped as soon as possible. They've made a very strong attack, a, a blitzkrieg, if you like, with big tech and in the culture wars and the censorship. And they've, they've made a fucking blitzkrieg. They've gone right through the middle and they've just done everything they can to accrue power in their, in their cultural revolution. They've taken it very far, but I don't think they can go much further. So, yeah, that's pretty much my rambling thoughts on Darth Biden's speech that currently is uh, blowing up online. There's lots of people talking about it. The really sad thing to see is the kind of the comments which are just gleefully saying arrest Donald Trump and stuff. I mean, that's where this has gone. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, Trump joked about jailing Hillary Clinton. And let's be honest, right? If to the letter of the law, bleach bitting those emails when she was subpoenaed, she should be in jail. But do you really want to go down that route? Do you want to let off that doomsday device where we're going to start arresting each other? Of course, Trump didn't do it because he knew if you do that, it's the end of it's the end of democracy. And he likes democracy because that's what got him into power. But we're now veering into really, really, really dangerous territory. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. The pendulum has to swing back the other way. I'm not a Republican or a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a centrist. I'm just Johnny Massacre. I'm a bit of a political cyborg. I, you know, I was raised as a liberal and that that will never leave me. I've got a lot of sympathy for liberals. I told you my best mates are liberal. I work with liberals. I work in the music industry. There's like pronouns fucking everywhere. When it comes down to it, I'm just a I'm just a nice regular guy who can get on with anyone. And and I, I that's how I want the world to be. So everyone getting on and we we just fucking move forward and try to be positive. But um, yeah, I just um, I I I am really fucking. I'm really wide where this is going. I've never seen anything like this shit. I've never seen anything like this. And you'd have to say that big tech is so responsible for this shit. The relentless propaganda in your pocket, in, in, in your pocket, a fucking, just, just a, very easily you can, you can move your hand like this and then you can just be bombarded with propaganda within seconds. That's been going on for the last five years, relentlessly targeted propaganda. Look what it's doing. Look what it's doing to us. Crazy shit. The irony is we could stop all of this propaganda right now by all destroying our phones, right? But we, we, we kind of self-perpetuate all this propaganda and this political madness because we're addicted to it too. And we, we buy into it, we feed into it. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think we're in a really bad situation. I think Biden is just making it worse and worse and worse. I think the pendulum has to swing back the other way and we need to get less radical and move away from the left. And I just fucking want people to just get along. And I think we can start doing that by, by, stop, by stopping demonizing Donald Trump and demonizing MAGA and demonizing Republicans. Because trust me, they are not what the Biden administration is saying. I know loads of MAGA people. They're really nice people. They're not racist. They're not murderers. They're not oppressors. They're just regular people who love their country and want to be left the fuck alone. I am Johnny Mascot, and if you're just joining us, we're discussing Darth Biden's divisive speech in Philadelphia. But if you have been watching from the beginning, stop your grinning and drop your linen, donate some cash, and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Mascot. The more you donate, the more of me you're going to get. We've only got 28 days to make 1,580, well, 500, $620, I can't count, $640. That's quite a lot of money. Without your donations, I simply can't make this show. It is 7.53 in the morning. Do you think I can make this show and have a regular job? when I'm up at 7.53, having been writing this show for the last seven hours. No, I can't. So if you want to keep watching this show, do it now. <laughs> Please give generously. I'll even put it in the live chat box for you to make it super easy. Streamlabs.com forward slash 
Johnny Massacre. I would really appreciate your kind donation so I can make more of these videos. I do enjoy making them and I do appreciate you all. 39 concurrent viewers. What a blessing that is. I do appreciate you all. What's happening in the comments? Richard's in the comments says, yo. Yes, Richard, yo. Edward Saucedo says, 87,000 new IRS agents to do his bidding. Indeed, indeed. Owen Ackerman, I saw you in the comments for a while, mate. How you doing? Thumbs up, he says. Thank you so much. Thank you. Richard says, Putin had one of his critics thrown out of a window. I did see something about that. I did see something about that. Wicked, 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 bruv. So fucking hell, mate. I've got a DJ set later on today, so I need to sleep, but I've got to wake up at some point to do some shit. So I'm just getting a few tunes together. Loading up the artillery for tonight. I'm going to tear that shit apart. I simply cannot wait. I'm playing at Womb. Womb is probably the most famous club in Tokyo, and I've always wanted to play there my whole life. And at last, I'm sneaking, sneaking my foot through the door. Well excited about that. That's going to be awesome. I've, I've got loads of people coming. I've got about 30 people coming that I invited. Should be really fucking fun. Should be amazing. I can't wait for tonight. David Rife says in the comments, what we needed here was term limits in place. You have unqualified people making calls that affect nations. They retain power for so long they see themselves as lords. Yeah, we need term limits, mate. Skeletor, she's been out of Castle Grayskull for the best part of fucking, I don't know, like decades. Nancy Pelosi, she's still fucking there. Jesus. Gunglutton says, congrats on the channel success. Last time I checked your sub count, you were almost at 600. Mate, when was that? Fucking hell. We're slowly creeping up. We're trying to blitz through the shadow band. We are handicapped here. You know, I've mentioned this metaphor before, but you know that Hanna-Barbera cartoon, Wacky Races, where you have to win in spite of a handicap? Fuck them. We're going to do it anyways. We might be shadow banned. But if all of you share this right now, all 41 of you, they can't fucking stop us, those wankers. Bloody hell. Thank you, Gunglutton. Yeah. So looking forward to tonight. I just love, I just fucking love DJing. Just love it. All right. So um, there's a 24-hour live stream coming on Tuesday. It's going to be 5 a.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time, and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this Tuesday. We were going to do it today, but I've got this DJ set, so I had to put it off a bit. I know it's not so convenient for you lot in, a, in the week, on a weekday, but 24-hour live stream. Come and keep me alive. Enjoy the rides. We play a bit of piano. We play some video games. There's a DJ set. We talk about the life, universe, and everything, and it's really fun. Nancy McShane in the comments says, I am MAGA, and I had this premonition that Brandon would be awful. Well, you certainly are right, Miss McShane. I do like to see you, Miss McShane. You are a sweetheart. She's always got loads of great stories, has Nancy. Living life to the fullest. Appreciate you, Nancy. Appreciate you. Okay. Well, we've been going for a little while. This is the best time to stream, right? Yeah, about, I'm going to remember that, 7 a.m. Tokyo time. It's about 3 p.m. in LA and it's 6 p.m. in New York. I wish you well, my friends. I have been Johnny Mask and I tell you what, Mask mates, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming round your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because, well, that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Latest.